Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Recorded live. What's up, Bev? What's up, everyone? Wow, I can't even talk today. Um, and my name is Hudson, and this is the Nintendo Fuse podcast number 81. Today is December 4th, I believe, hopefully. Um, and yeah, this episode is entitled uh, We Mini, Yoshi's Land. Huh? So I guess it's rather appropriate that I kind of screwed up the outline because. Um, who knows what's going on in the world of Nintendo right now, because I think they're screwing up some stuff. Who knows? Uh, but we'll get to that discussion in just a second. But um, today we also have Steve here with us. Hey, guys. How's it going? And Greg. Hello, everybody. How's it going? So we are here every other Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time to discuss the latest and greatest from Nintendo. Um, so if you guys don't know, the Nintendo Fuse podcast, we record it live, and then we'll post the recording. It's automatically posted once it's done. Uh, but the benefit of that is we can have people call into the show, and we even have a chat room going, which right now we have Weave in the chat. So hello to Weave. Um, he's also a member of the Nintendo Fees forums. And so if you are not a member, definitely check that out. Um, we've gotten some new members there as well recently, and um, it's been pretty sweet. So... Check that out, and full details on how to call in and join the chat and everything are on NintendoFuse.com. So head over there for all the info on that. Um, So to kind of get back into things, last episode was sort of our Wii U launch special, so we just kind of focused exclusively on Wii U, but now we're back to kind of our our traditional format. So we're going to talk about the games that we have been playing lately, and that's going to be all Nintendo systems. so I'll start off, I guess, and let's start with a little bit of 3DS. Um, it seems like, I guess, uh, I think Greg has also been playing this game, but I want one of the games that I've been playing lately, uh, actually, I was playing it before I got Wii U. I haven't touched any 3DS games since I got Wii U. I've been too occupied with that. But before that, I was playing Paper Mario Sticker Star. Um, and I'm actually really liking that game, to be honest. Um, I thought it'd be okay. You know, not too bad. I played the Paper Mario for the N64 I have on the Wii Virtual Console, and then uh, the um, Super Paper Mario for Wii I had rented and kind of played a little bit of that. And they, they were okay, but, I'm, I mean, I'm not too big into RPGs, so I could sort of enjoy them somewhat, but then just the level grinding and just the, I don't know. It, some of the RPG elements kind of turned me off from that a little bit. But my sister was a huge Paper Mario fan, and she kind of convinced me to get Paper Mario Sticker Star, and I'm actually really liking it. Because um, it's not, it's a, it's a little different for anyone that's played the other Paper Mario games, because you're sort of collecting stickers and using those to battle rather than leveling up and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, and uh, so that's kind of an interesting mechanic for the game. And And one of the other things that I really like in 3D, this game is just awesome. Like, it, it's just made for 3D, I think. Um, and, yeah, it's been really cool. Um, so, 
Like, Greg, you've been playing this as well, right? Yes, I did pick up my copy not too long. I got the downloadable version, and I've, I've been really enjoying it as well. I really like this sticker aspect and everything. But I was kind of turned off a little bit by, like, the removal of the XP system because it almost feels like some of the battles are almost pointless. So I, at some point, I almost try to dodge the enemies rather than trying to fight them. I usually carry around like some of those huge thing stickers and then you don't want to use those in those smaller battles so then I don't have a lot of room for like a lot of the battle stickers so it's usually like, I have to like use like the more powerful ones a lot faster if I like fight every single enemy on the screen so a lot of the time I've been kind of trying to dodge them when I can and mm. not not always the easiest part but it's been getting along pretty good for me though for especially through some of those desert levels. Right. Um, Weave in the chat is, uh, is talking about how he's still amazed that a bunch of people on the forums haven't played Thousand Year Door, um, which, I mean, I haven't, but actually I might have started at the beginning of it. I can't remember. My sister got, like, to the end, and then she couldn't beat the final boss or something, but she's kind of gone through the whole thing and told me all about it, but I never got to. Um and then also he's talking about how this game doesn't have a story, which past Paper Mario games really have, um, which I guess is kind of true. It's, it's a very loose story. Um, that's that's almost makes it feel more of an adventure game than an RPG because usually an RPG you would assume that there'd be some sort of story. I mean, even though there's not really any character development for Mario in this one without the XP, but without even the story, it almost feels like it's more of a adventure game, kind of like New Super Mario Brothers 2 or something like that. Right. I, mean, I haven't played it in a 3D yet. I've, I usually play a lot more in 2D because it seems like it drains the battery way too much and mm. it doesn't seem like I get kind of lazy and want, don't want to charge it every day. That's true. Um yeah, the the one other thing I do want to say with, with Cape Mario Sticker Star that um, I found strangely addicting was the fact that you can collect the stickers. Um, there's a there's a place in the game um, where you can sort of collect all the different stickers and everything. And I just every time I got any sort of new sticker, like I would just absolutely avoid using it at all until I was able to go in and save it um, and basically kind of keep it in my collection. And it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just the collector in me that just really liked it, but um, I've been trying to collect a lot of them. That's exactly how I've been playing it. As soon as I see it's like, oh, that's a new one, not using that one until you leave the level and then go right to the Decalburg and get it out of the menu before you lose it from from having to use it or have it getting lost somehow. Something, because I know there's a level, I don't want to really spoil it for anybody, where all the stickers turn into one sticker and then you don't know which ones you're using. Right. Yeah. So it's definitely been an interesting game. I'm curious to kinda of play more of it. I'm sure I'll have to pick up my three D S again soon and then take a look at that. Um but yeah, what, but what would you say? That, yeah. What would you say, I guess, for, for someone that hasn't really jumped into the to Paper Mario before, would this be a an okay to game to kinda of jump in, I guess, since there isn't a, hardly any story um, it seems like that, but I mean, would a would a novice Paper Mario game player be able to jump in and, and have no issue to figure out what's going on? I completely think so because it's not really it's not really an actual series like The Legend of Zelda. It doesn't continue on from any other Paper Mario game. Each one, at least from the 
other two that I've played are completely separate and have no, no little to no link to any other game in the series. I mean, I didn't play the GameCube one. I hopefully will at some point, but I mean, I did play the 64 one mostly on the virtual Wii Virtual Console, and then I did beat the one for Wii, and there was no relation between either of those two games, like no like similar bosses or stories or continuation. It, so Superstar is just like that. It's almost a completely separate entity from the series. It's not like a continuation of any sort. Right. Yeah, we even the chat agrees saying it's more of a standalone game than a Paper Mario game. And and I think so too. I think it's pretty easy to kinda to pick up and play as well. Um the the one thing though that I did notice is like with with the battle mechanics, like if you want to get like a little a bonus in a way, like you sort of have to time when you press like the A button to jump on an enemy or that kind of thing. And um I don't remember them explaining that, but I just kinda knew that because I had played other Paper Mario games. That's like the one only thing where like just the that the timing of like the battle mechanics giving you bonus points and that kind of thing, but that's like really minor and maybe they did explain it and I just forgot. I don't know, but but for the most part, it basically is. Um, Believe me, it was. It would. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. The, the only one, just because they never really interested me that much. Um, the only game in the whole, I guess, if you call it a series, um, that I ever really spent that much time with was the Wii version, and mm-hmm. and I know they didn't really have any of that type of battle system built into that um, necessarily. So I guess it, it's going back to the, the original, I guess, idea in that way that, with the with the time battles and things like that. Yeah, it's definitely different than the, the Super Paper Mario. It's more along the lines of the, the other traditional um, Paper Mario games. Although with those, it was sort of a matter of you kind of pick from your list of attacks and then gain... Uh, I forgot what they're called, maybe special points or something that you could use your special attacks for, whereas this, you're just using stickers, but similar battle mechanics in a way. Um, and I guess I was wrong. Um, we did say, apparently, that the thing I was talking about earlier was explained on a sign in one of the levels. Oh, and flower points. That's what I was thinking of, not special points. But um, Yeah. So um, if there's ever a Paper Mario game, I think, to, to pick up and, and get into the series with or as a good entry point I'd say it's, it's this one well did you guys uh, get the downloadable version or did you get the echo cartridge I didn't get the downloadable version because it just seemed like yeah. a, with that free Donkey Kong game it seemed to make a lot more sense and I don't know I just I'm usually up for options and stuff like that to get free stuff when I can and figured I'd get more points for the Club Nintendo coins as well because Seems like the downloadable versions of games have been exceeding the retail copies. Right. Yeah, I um I got downloaded as well um for the the same reason with the Donkey Kong and stuff. Um, but also I guess I think from now on, uh, with the 3DS, if they offer it for download, I'll probably download it. And I know with Wii U, I'm basically going all digital if possible. Um, but yeah. So there's that. Um, so that's all I've been playing on on uh, 3ds. Um, let's talk. Actually, I guess I have one other 3ds games that I was. I was yeah, what kind of? I keep trying to cut you off. Um, there was actually two other 3ds games I'm playing right now. I'm playing the Epic Mickey Power Evolution that was just came out on the 18th, and it's 
seems to be a pretty solid game. I didn't play the original Genesis game. It was kind of based around and compared to, but I really do love the graphic style, like the classic arts and inclusion of all the Disney properties and characters that you have to rescue throughout the different levels. And I've heard it's kind of short, but I haven't got to the end yet. As part of the game, it involves you to revisit some of the levels to rescue additional characters or find special items for them. Because you like have like a main hall kind of area, and then it branches off into a room for one for like one character from like a movie. And some characters have multiple spots, like the different each one from Peter Pan, like the three kids and Peter Pan each have their own room, and then you can enhance the room, and they do give you like fetch quests to go revisit other levels or future levels to help them out with stuff. And the game is seems pretty fun. I mean, I just fought the second boss and it got a lot harder than I was expecting. A lot of the levels seemed pretty basic and simple, but I just got to beat the second boss today and that was a lot more difficult than the first boss, hands down. But I feel it's a pretty solid game. I don't think it's like a perfect game in any way, but it's still it's a lot of fun. I'm having fun playing it. And as far as the other game I got, I did download Crash Mo, the sequel to Pushmill from the eShop that came out on Thanksgiving Day. That was kind of an interesting release date for that. But I still downloaded it and I played the first uh, couple of murals and that's really cool how they've changed around the mechanics to be able to have like a 3D view around the entire tower and then you're also able to pull some blocks and the other ones just come falling down so it make a easier staircase up to the top and you have to do it in a specific order now. You can't just, it's a lot harder to undo other moves if, like, you pretty much have to use the reset button if you mess up pretty severely, and usually, it, at least in the first few levels, it did tell you that, like, hey, there's, it's impossible for you to beat this, you have to hit reset and try again, so I don't know if that's going to be towards the end of the game, but I'm sure that's a lesson that you learn that if you can't figure it out, you just reset it completely, which is a pretty good feature in that regard. Cool. Um, Patrick uh, or Steve, I always get I'm getting everyone's names because uh, I'm seeing all the Nintendo Network IDs and then on Twitter and then on the forums and on here I'm getting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, Steve, yeah. Um, any other 3DS games uh, that you've been playing at all? Or? Uh, no, not really. I, I spent most of my time on the Wii U recently, um, which is kind of you know like a a switch of pace because. Um, I know before the Wii U came out, pretty much the the entire you know entirety of my gaming was taking place on the 3DS. And uh, now that the Wii U has come out, I've spent the vast majority of my time on uh, on it, and uh, a lot less time on 3DS, um, especially the new games. So yeah, that's, I haven't really right. spent a whole lot of time with new games. I know we're going to talk about um, you know something a little later that I'm playing, but. Uh, in terms of new games, nope. Right. Okay, so then I guess let's get to Wii U, and I think the game that we've all been playing, uh, Nintendo Land. Um, so I know I've gotten a lot more time with it, and I've gotten to play a lot of multiplayer as well with my sisters and my mom and my grandmother and everything. And I must say, on my own, this game is really fun, but with others, this game is, like, amazing. Um, it's just I've had a blast. Um, I think uh, Mario Chase has definitely been really fun. 
the Animal Crossing one is awesome, especially I played that with my mom. And some of these games are kind of hard for her to understand and control, but somehow, like the Animal Crossing one, she easily kind of understood, and she's sort of yelling at me, like, no, come over here and stand next to the tree and get the candy to drop. And, like, I'm like, oh, she actually understands the game. Like, it was actually <laughs> kind of interesting. And just the other day, I took uh, the Wii U to my grandparents' house, and we're all competing over the Yoshi game. Like, my grandmother and my mom, me and my <laughs> sister, we all playing the Yoshi game and trying to, you know, get the best scores and everything. I think my mom beat me by a couple points, but that's only because I'd gotten so far, so I unlocked, like, the ability to sort of warp and skip through levels, so I was playing through harder levels. So that's my excuse, but she did beat me by a couple points. But it's been, yeah, a lot of fun. Um, what about you guys? Uh, Steve, what about you? Yeah, I agree. Um, I have gotten most of my time that i played it um, has been single-player. Um, basically, because it's just my wife and I in my house. So um, we played, you know, a couple... Uh, her her parents were out for Thanksgiving, and so we got to play a little bit of uh, some three-player action on some of the games and everything. That was fun. Um, but then we had some some people over uh, this past weekend and and played a lot of the older multiplayers with with five players going, and it was it was a blast. Um, just had tons of fun. The I'd say the the most difficult thing about it all is that there are so many different options, and it with it being one of those new games that no one had been over, no one else, you know, had one of their own. Um, it was one of those things uh, like, oh, you got to try this. Oh, we got to try this. Oh, we got to try that. And and because of that, um, I always felt like I was enjoying it, but at the same time, I wanted to show people all the, the rest of the games too. And so, um, you know, it was kind of this fighting back and forth, like, which one do I go to next? Which one do I show them next? And, you know, and we didn't get... To, to all of them, but we we played a lot of Mario Chase. We played a lot of the Luigi's Mansion one. Um, we played a lot of the Animal Crossing. Those kind of those three kind of rose to the top in terms of the the competition. You know, one player on the game pad and another four players um, either trying to find them or run away or whatever the case is. And um, and those are all like so much fun. Like people were just like competing. Like, oh, I want to, I want to have the gamepad next, and they were like trying to hold on to it, and not really sharing. And it was, it was a, it was a blast um, through all those. Um, and all those single player games are just incredibly difficult and challenging. Um, like old school style difficult and challenging, which is great. Um, I think I wrote on on uh, Meverse at one time like that the only thing that was keeping me from throwing that gamepad during Donkey Kong course, the thing it's called, um, the the maze thing was just because it probably cost so much to replace, right? <laughs> that thing would have been flying across the room several times um, because it's just like you get to a point where it's like so, like, you know exactly what you need to do and you, like, make one little mistake and it's all over and you have to start from the beginning again. That was like... Oh, so close to just tossing it across the room. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, I mean, I think that's that's just that's awesome, and they brought that that kind of challenge back to to the single player games. Hey, what about you, Greg? Um, I've also only have me and my wife here, and we've only been competing pretty hardcore on Donkey Kong's Crash Course. We are absolutely in love with that game. I we just beat like the first level, not long ago and trying to make it through the second level and it's so much harder than you even think because it really stinks when you lose that last life and you have to go all the way back to the beginning and that's part of the difficulty of the game so 
I don't know if we'll ever make it through all the areas and whatnot, but it's been the main attraction that we've been playing. But I did get to try the other five single-player games. They are a lot of fun, and I just tried the Zelda's Battle Quest, I think, a few day, few nights ago, and actually had a, quite a blast with that, even though I was by myself. I'm sure it would be a lot more fun to have somebody else to play with, somebody that used the sword, but hoping to have uh, some future opportunities to try out both those team games along with the uh, multiplayer games when once I have like, a get-together over at my house with some either friends or family or whatever. So I, I only have the experience from the Wii U experience with the Ghost game, the Luigi's Mansion game, and the Animal Crossing game, but I didn't get to play the final product yet. Right. What would you guys say is your least favorite like, what's the one you usually avoid, like, completely? Hmm. Out of the ones I've played, it just seems to be the that octopus dancing game. It seems kind of <laughs> awkward and strange, and I don't know. I didn't know you did it. I totally yeah, agree. I, and I, I would probably have to agree as well. Um, <laughs> like, I, I, I like the idea of it, the rhythm thing, but then, like, when you had to also tilt the gamepad and then, like, shake it, it just kind of, it didn't, feel very intuitive. It just felt kind of awkward. I'm like, it's, it's just kind of weird. I don't know. Right. And especially when you get to the point where, like, you're shaking and everything, but you have to, like, move the analog sticks. And, like, I, uh, I yeah. know I'm doing I know I'm doing it correct, but it says I'm not because I'm, I'm, like, slightly off, and I end up losing, like, every time I get to those levels. Like, when I get to that stage, I'm like, I might make it through one, but the next time I'm going to mess up. And, like, I'm sure I'm, I'm just slightly off when I'm messing up and it's just it's kind of ridiculous at that point um, so okay. like I think I would have liked something different for that you know for that game so yeah I, I totally avoid it too because it's not that fun and it's annoying <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. both counts. I don't even think I made it to the part where you have to shake it I wasn't that coordinated I guess with the joystick <laughs> that far along but like I said I only played it the one time and I don't really feel like going back to it until I like, plan on star all the attractions. Right. Um, and can I just say for Nintendo Land, let me just say how much I love Miiverse being integrated in Nintendo Land. Like, I've spent a lot of time just walking around looking at everyone's comments in the plaza, and I just think that's really cool. I don't know. Um, it's just It feels like there's this sense of this community that's sort of there playing the game, and it's just it's just fun to kind of go around and see everyone's comments and, and see, you know, I've seen Steve and Greg multiple times walking around there too and everything. And it's just, it's just, so I don't know. I like that as well with Nintendo and I think that's, um, that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I think the only thing that I would have preferred, like the Miiverse integration is great. Um, and, and this is this is just a, a thing with me, and I, I don't think I'm alone in this. I know it's not a, a make-or-break sort of thing um, because I think the game is great, and I think a lot of other games are great that don't integrate it, but uh, the online leaderboards is just something that I think mm. helps the games, like at least the single-player games within Nintendo Land, if there was some sort of thing, you know, that you can put your high scores up there. And I don't know you got to deal with, you know, all the hackers and stuff like that, and and that just that just comes with the territory, but I think it'd been cool if they added that into you know the Miiverse or into the game itself or whatever. Um, in addition, like because I think it would been it's it's one thing to compete with you know people in your own house, 
but it's another thing to also compete with your friend list and, you know, who can get the highest score on Crash Course or whatever the case is um, as well. So. Right. I still agree with that, too. I mean, it would be nice to have, like, the Mario Kart Wii, like, you show the times that your friends had, and then it showed you all the global times. So I think if they had something like that for the Nintendo and Crash Course, you'd see a high score of just, like, your friends list to see if you're the best of your friends, and then also have the, okay, well, this is the world leader in this, game as well. I mean, you don't have to show every single entry and scroll for thousands of pages, but just to be able to see some of the top scores or maybe even some that are around your score, your current high score or something like that would be would have been pretty right. nice to see. Yeah, and I think it's, that just adds to the replayability too. I mean, all of a sudden you might like feel pretty good about your score and then all of a sudden you see that, you know, maybe I, I log in and I see that you, Greg, has have beat my highest score. I'm like, no, he's not going to do it. I'm going to get on there and try to beat it. I'm going to play it more in order to try, to try to beat your score. And you probably do the same thing. And so I think you know those things just add to the replayability of that game long term. Right. Yeah, it would have been nice if they had sort of integrated maybe the community stuff in the 3DS too. Like Mario Kart 7 had sort of even leaderboards in those communities and everything too, which was kind of nice. Something like that too. Um, yeah. All right, uh, one last thing with Nintendo Land I did want to mention. This is sort of a little secret that apparently I saw a video of. I haven't tested this yet, but I thought this was kind of a neat thing that maybe somebody might want to test. Um, apparently, these single-player games in Nintendo Land also have hidden things that other players can do in the game as well. So you can sort of make the single-player games multiplayer in a way. Uh, I haven't tested this, and I believe... Supposedly, I think if you have Wii remotes, like, and then you either press A or A and B or something together to kind of connect them to, to the game, you're able to sort of assist in a way. So from what I read, hmm. like, Balloon Fight, somebody with a Wii remote can sort of destroy some of the spikes or something on screen, things like that. So I haven't tested this, but I saw a video from, uh, I want to say Game Explain or something, um, showing that off, so... That might be potentially something interesting that people want to kind of try out. Um, that could make some of those games easier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Especially um, the Crash Course one, because supposedly, like, you stop time to be able to, like, move the like, things around a lot quicker or something like that. That's what I remember from the Crash Course one, because I've just been so hardcore playing that game. I, I take any help yeah. I can find on it, and I, saw, I did see that same video that showed all six games and what all the different moves that you do with the Wii controllers if you have players standing by, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's definitely something uh, interesting to uh, to try out. Um, all right, well, we got a lot more to kind of cover, so let's uh, move on. Um, one of the other games that, um, that I know I've been playing is uh, New Super Mario Bros. U. Um, didn't get to play too much of it because um, I sort of got that recently, downloaded that. And um, but I did get to try out the I, like I played on the Wii remote with with me and my sister, and my mom, and then I had my grandmother use the gamepad to try and help. And unfortunately, this is the type of game that she didn't really understand. So we're playing, and there's randomly blocks appearing like on the opposite side of the screen. And we're like, "What are you doing?" Like it, it's kind of funny actually. Um, but uh, but it did get my sister kind of interested. Like she was like, "Oh, you can actually help with that." And she's like, "Kind of like Super Mario Galaxy." And I was like, "Yeah." So I think. Um, definitely I can see the appeal that, that other people had in, in that and being able to, to help and stuff. So I'm looking forward to to using uh to that using that more I guess. Um 
Yeah, I haven't, uh, yeah. I was say I haven't I haven't got to play that way at all. Um we've just I just we just played the uh two player and, and that's pretty much it. Right. And uh what are you thinking so far about the game? I like it a lot. I mean, um I don't uh, in terms of like it, it's just the same it's the same new Super Mario Brothers that we've kind of come come to know and love. In fact, I, I just, tonight, before we started the podcast, um, just finished my, my review of um, new Super Mario Brothers 2. And and I'm coming to find out, like, that new Super Mario Brothers U just, well, it's almost like it will be the same review if, if, I, if um, I end up doing that, which, um, like, it's, a, it's the same game that, you know, New Super Mario Brothers was and New Super Mario Brothers Wii. I mean, they're great games and everything, but not not much has changed, I guess. Um, it's not very ironic with the new name and all of them. And yet. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's good. <laughs> there's there's no doubt that it's a great game. And there's obviously new levels and some some added new features and new power suit, um, you know, the, the ability to play with your Mii or to play with the gamepad, you know, and things like that are kind of just added in, but the basic concept is still the same. Um, and I don't know if I would prefer them to change it or not. Like, I like it a lot, but at the same time, it just kind of seems like it's just a new pack of levels. There you go. <laughs> so, I don't know. I kind of both I, I can see I, I'm bittersweet about it. I really like it, but at the same time, it's just brand new levels in the new Super Mario Brothers series. Right. Um, and I'd like to welcome Ross to the chat room. So hello, Ross. Um, he's in there as well. Um, so let's see, what other Wii U games have you guys been playing? Greg, uh, any other Wii U games you want to highlight? I did get my review copy of uh, Transformers Prime for Wii U, and that game was... Actually, I enjoyed it a lot. It just was incredibly short. It just felt like it was like a Wii version, almost like ported over and kind of updated a little bit because it only took me like five hours to like beat the story. (laughs) So I was kind of disappointed (laughs) that the story mode was incredibly short, and then you see a multiplayer mode, but then you can't connect to play online. So um, like, how is this going to intrigue me to continue playing the game when it's like, oh, in that rare time that I have a couple of buddies over or something or family, and would they even want to play it at that point when I have all these other games? I mean, probably not. So it's not – it's a lot better to put as a rental game. It's not a game I would probably want to purchase. But I did think the gameplay was pretty fun. It was kind of like a double-dragon beat-em-up kind of game. You couldn't really advance until you killed all the enemies on the screen, and the fighting worked good. It looked beautiful and everything like that, but just that it was really short and not really any continuation to play. And then the last Wii U game I was playing was Call of Duty Black Ops 2. I also got the review copy for Nintendo Feature for that one as well. That one obviously has online multiplayer. It'd be a shame if it didn't, but I did play that pretty lot, and I'm just not as good as I was for GoldenEye. I was getting creamed and a lot of people camping, stuff like that. kind of frustrates me. I don't really like when people play it like that way, but I understand that's pretty much a standard for Call of Duty 
players. So I did play the single player. I got through the couple first few campaign levels, and those were pretty hard. I just started on the normal difficulty. I didn't feel like I should start on easy because I liked the increased challenge. So I was getting used to the controls, and the off-screen play was great to play at night and everything, too. And mm-hmm. I also did try the zombie mode that's new. That's pretty interesting because you can do it either solo by yourself as a single player or you can connect and play with random players online, too. And pretty much there's just these, like, waves of zombies that come through and you have to, like, kind of stop them. And you only have, like, limited ammunition. And so you have to, like, use either, like, melee attacks or use the experience you get to buy, like, another weapon, like like, a new shotgun or, like, a new machine gun to start taking down additional zombies and that mode was seemed to be really fun as well. Well, yeah, I'm definitely um, kind of interested in that game. I'm just, I'm annoyed that Activision didn't put it on the eShop because I'm trying to go like all digital and it's not on the eShop. So I'm like, part of me is kind of like holding out to see if maybe later they'll put it up or I don't know. Um, but it looks, looks interesting. Yeah, I think, I mean, one part of the reason that I, I am kind of glad it's not because I, I mean, even if it was, and I, if I got it, I think I would still get it on disc, just because it's one of those games that is a, is a sequel, um, and, and or a, or a yearly, you know, sort of hash game or whatever. So like, you know, you know for sure there's going to be a Modern Warfare Four or a Black Ops Three or whatever coming out, and like, so when it gets to that point, do you even, like, in my mind, I know, like, I might want to get rid of that game and, and you know, get the new version or something like that. So, not to, to you know, you know, tell you you're wrong. I'm just saying, in my opinion, right, I would right, probably right. still go for the disc because it, of right. being that type of game. Um, so. uh, I'm still, still holding that. out, if I it or not. I'm still kind of, I'm, I'm, I know I've been, horrible at the other versions of the game just like getting owned by like seven year olds online and so I'm like do I really want to subject myself to that again (laughs) so I'm still holding out for now right I mean there was already people that were like level 46 when I was playing and I was like geez you've already put in that many hours and the game has been out for like two or three weeks I mean don't you have like work or something or school (laughs) I know well at least see here's the thing at least there's some sort of an online community, which um, one of the games that I've been playing lately, Assassin's Creed 3, I haven't been able to find a game online. Like, you need, I think, at least four people total for a game. I'll maybe connect to one person, and then they'll disconnect. And then, like, that's it. Like, I have never been able to play online yet. Um, And so it's like, I don't know. That's one of the things that's also kind of, frustrating but I did the benefit though of Miiverse is I was able to find a bunch of other people that have been playing and um, added them on my friend list and, and hopefully we can organize a time to sort of play online and try that out um, but uh, um, yeah definitely uh, it's one thing that I wanted to try with Assassin's Creed 3 but, but the story there's not really much more to report on that I've just kind of been fooling around and doing all the different side missions and stuff but um, off TV play is awesome. That's that's my one of my main points there with uh with uh with that game I guess. Does uh Assassin's Creed really burn through the battery a lot? I noticed on Call of Duty I was barely getting like three hours on the off screen play by itself. Um, you know, I guess I just never really play for like 
that much at a time to really tell. Um, I think only once, maybe like the first day I got the Wii U, I, I saw the red battery light, but then I kind of plugged it in, and I think that was just from multiple games and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, usually like at most like an hour or two at a time I'll, I'll kind of play, so not I haven't really noticed that. Um, um, and, uh, Steve, any other, uh, Wii U games that, that you want to kind of highlight? Um, I've also been playing some, uh, second tag tournament two, like, a oh, alliteration. I just realized that, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm like, I didn't say it any faster. I probably could have fell with my words. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've been playing, uh, that I got a, a review copy of that and, um, yeah, it's a, it's a solid game. I did not play um, the other versions of uh, any of the other versions of of Tekken Tag um, on any other system, and so I'm coming coming into this fresh. Um, but it's a it's a solid game. It's a it's a great fighter. Um, I will say that um, from the time I've, I've spent with it, um, that the the uh, the moves that you get on the screen, on the gamepad screen, do kind of uh, take the challenge uh, more out of the game because you don't have to remember all those, you know, complicated uh, press button presses and everything to, to pull off the special moves. Um, so it's similar to, uh, you know, street, Super Street Fighter 4 um, for 3DS or uh, I forget the other title, the fighting game for 3DS that, that puts the, you know, the combos on the on the touch screen, um, but anyhow, they that kind of <laughs> takes out a lot of the difficulty. But it is still a, a challenging game, uh, especially when you get up to some of the the bosses. You know, at the end of your your uh, tournament, you know, you make it all the way to the top, and and uh, I finally started dying. You know, at those at those levels, and I have to restart and everything. Um, but it's pretty good. Uh, I've only played one. Uh, level on or uh, one match online, and uh, I ended up winning. Actually, um, it was a, an unranked um, battle, but I ended up winning. And you go like instead of the normal like best out of three, uh, it goes best out of five online, at least in the normal like the basic uh, options and everything. So it's good. It looks it looks really pretty, um, especially even on the gamepad. Like you can play. You know, on the TV, um, if you play off-screen, you don't get the options of, of having the combos, you know, on the screen because you actually have you need the screen to see the game. Um, but uh, it looks, you know, beautiful on on both. And um, there's so many characters available, which is great, and you can unlock even more as you go. Um, it's kind of cool. You can even uh, customize some of the characters like their costumes and stuff like that, because you can draw on them or draw on their, their costume and stuff like that. So you can, like, um, you know, bring that into it and kind of customize your own thing. There's Super Mario Brothers and Link and Zelda and Princess Peach and Toad and Ganondorf, uh, all the costumes uh, brought into the game as well. Um, so every every character has at least one of the Mario or Nintendo costumes as well. Some of them are hilarious. Um, some of them look really good. Other ones are just downright ridiculous. Um, and and then there's some other modes where you can you know have some 
Nintendo power ups and stuff like that. So it's a it's it's a great game, especially if you're a Tekken Tekken fan of your uh you know fighting game fan. It's, I'd I'd recommend it. Um, the yeah, I've also been playing two other um, eShop games. Uh, I downloaded Nano Assault Neo pretty much like right after we got on the podcast last week or uh, two weeks ago. I downloaded it and I'm playing a lot of it. It's a it's a solid game. It looks absolutely beautiful. It's really challenging as well, um, but it's fun. It does have online leaderboards, which is great. Um, so like Nintendo and I've been kind of competing him and holding my way, you know, above him now, but he just got it. So he might uh, kind of jump ahead of me soon. So I'm going to have to keep on making sure I get some high high scores and stuff. But it's uh, I definitely recommend it. If you're a fan of like twin stick shooters at all, um, it's a great game. And everyone is chasing the ball. Um, sorry, the, with the uh, Nano Assault Neo, I know we were talking about, I think, the podcast last time or something. We thought there was multiplayer, and I saw that you downloaded it and then found out or something that there wasn't. Or uh, Yeah. I don't know why they advertised online multiplayer, but it doesn't have it. As far as I can, can tell, it doesn't have it. Um, it has the online leaderboards, and it has local multiplayer. But... I have, which I have not tried yet. I haven't tried the local multiplayer. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what they advertise online multiplayer when at least I can't tell it's there. So, yeah. I mean, maybe it's if one, our listeners know where let me know. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe it's one of those things where they make you beat the entire story and it's like, oh, here's online multiplayer now or something. Maybe, yeah. Um, so far, I no think one said that on Meverse, but I mean, like I said, maybe maybe they haven't got that far or they just haven't posted about it yet, so yeah. Um, Let me know if you can find out how to get to online multiplayer. Um, but other than that, I, there's no disappointments in that game. It's it's definitely top-notch, uh, in my opinion. Um, the only other thing is I got, a, I got a review copy of Chasing Aurora. I've only played a little bit of it so far on an only single-player and single player, it's fun, um, but I can imagine it's probably going to be a lot more fun when you get, um, you know, four or five players in on it, you know, in the same game. Uh, probably in a similar way to like the the Nintendo Land type games. I think there's some hide and go seek and you know things like that that you can play um, that kind of pull, will probably add to the that family or local multiplayer party play. Um, but single single player. There's some you know top scores and everything like that, but it's it's kind of maybe a little bland for the single player um, uh, style of the game. But I imagine multiplayer would be a lot better. I just haven't got to try that yet. Cool. Um, all right. I guess with that being said, so we've all been playing a lot of different uh, some 3DS stuff and a lot of different Wii U games. So I guess. If anyone else has any thoughts on Wii U games or anything that, that you have that, that we discussed or anything else, then definitely check out the forums and you can post your thoughts on those as well. Um, but let's move on to some of the the news and rumors. Um, and the first one is related to a game, or I think uh, uh, Greg and Steve, you guys said that you've been playing this. I did do this thing, but I didn't actually try it out yet. But basically, for those with New Super Mario Bros. 2, because um, together, everyone in the world playing the game has, has worked together to 
um, collect more than 300 billion coins in the Super Mario Bros. 2. So good job, world. Good teamwork. And <laughs> for a reward, we got a free DLC pack um, called the Gold Classics Pack. And it's uh, inspired by um, a couple different games like Super Mario Bros. and Super Mario Bros. 3. Um, so it is free. Starting February 1st, it will be $2.50. So get it before then if you want it for free. Um, so I think you guys have said you, you tried that out, or um, what did you guys think about that? Yeah, I did uh, get a chance to play it. I, I really love those original Mario games so much that I, even though I got it, I just had to at least go through it at least once or twice. And, I mean, those levels are just really jam-packed. I mean, they really try to merge a number of the levels, like, kind of together, but then they also give you, like, a lot of time. So pretty much after you merge back into the main original level, you have, like, time to, like, backtrack through, like, the entire level to go back and find another pipe that goes off to completely another tangent. So it's, like, you can easily get tons and tons of coins. I mean, I'm surprised that I only got 10,000, but I think I was also kind of worried about the time and I wasn't really trying to find everything, too, so... I was kind of going really slow and trying to remember where all the original one-ups were because that's where all they made them all the golden mushrooms and everything too. Mm-hmm. But like the very last battle with Bowser, that's still really cool the way they used it like the more like the ending of the actual New Super Mario Brothers 2 kind of Bowser fight a little bit. But it was still really fun to see him from the original level 1-4 from the very first Mario game. And the second level was a combination of courses from Super Mario Brothers 3, where they also had a bunch of forks and different pipes and different routes to go through to access different areas. And they gave you so many different time boosts, you can go back and try and go through every fork that you can find. Okay. Uh, what about you, Steve? Yeah. Any thoughts on the, uh, the DLC? Yeah, I agree. It's just, uh, it's, it's great. It's a, it's a great nostalgia pack. Um, and there are like a ton of secret passages and secret ways and stuff like that. Um, which I think is really cool. I think a lot of, they, they paid a lot of attention to even the secrets that I think other people had grown to love about the original. They did replace them, you know, the things that, you know, we knew were there. Um, you know, it it was kind of almost like, and I wouldn't say an Easter egg like, you know, back then, but, you know, the places you find the one-ups and stuff like that was just kind of, they're cool little secrets, I think, um, you know, in the original game, but they made sure to put those back in. And, you know, and you, so you're going through, especially like World 1-1, and you get to the end of the, the pipes at the beginning, and, you know, like, I, I'm used to jumping right here because there used to be a one-up there. I go to jump there, and lo and behold, yep, they put that block there the invisible lock and instead of a one up it's a it's a gold mushroom. Um but, you know, they, they paid attention to those little things and, and kept those in there as well. But added so many extra features like at the you know end of one two, you can jump over and usually go to a warp pipes. Well instead of, those warp pipes are there but instead they're like shooting coins out like crazy. Um which is it's just really cool. Um that they added that and even a lot of extra stuff. Um even though Greg said that there's tons of time, there really is. I found myself, I died the first time. I ran out of, out of time um, the first time I played through it because I was 
too busy trying to figure out all the the extra stuff. And I was like, oh, no, I'm on coin rush. I don't have my time. And I almost, like, I got, like, inches, you know, if I was actually in the game. It'd be inches, you know, away from the pole before the time ran out. I was like, oh, too close. Um, so I just kind of sped through the next time I played it. Um, but, yeah, I think it's it's a really cool nostalgia pack and with a lot of extras built in. Cool. So anyone with new Super Mario Bros. 2, definitely go download that for free right now before you forget and before you have to pay $2.50 in February. Um, along the lines of the 3DS, we have a little bit of news and a rumor. So the news being that there's a new bundle available that has the, the blue and black 3DS XL with Mario Kart 7. Um, I believe it's just downloaded onto the system on itself. And that is available for uh, $200, um, which I believe, I could be wrong, but I think the 3DS Excel by itself is, um, it's not 200 is it? Or is it a little less? It is 200 It is 200, it is 200 by itself. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So you're basically getting Mario Kart 7 for free with this bundle then. And in my opinion, Mario Kart 7, out of what I've played, is, is my favorite 3DS game. So even if it's not your favorite, it's definitely... One of the uh, one of the best 3DS games out there, and the blue 3DS XL looks awesome as well. That's the one I have, and so definitely um, check that out. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be like a limited thing or not, so you know, there's that. Um, but there's a rumor going around that uh, well, this was sort of a week ago, and it said in two weeks the 3DS might receive a permanent price drop to $140. So if this rumor is true, then in about a week or so the 3DS might drop in price to 140 which I'm not sure, you know, how reliable it is or not, but if that's true, that's that. I can definitely see some big sales, like in sales numbers for the 3DS then at that price point. Um, that seems to be really good price. Um, so we'll see what, kind of what happens with that. I wasn't too sure that was going to go through. I mean, I know I just read they just started breaking even on the 3DS right now with the production. So putting another price drop in kind of seems well, that'd be kind of dumb, but I guess they would know more than I do about what their logistics and costs getting it back and whatnot. So if they feel they need to lower it more, then more power to them. I mean, it was nice to be an ambassador the first time, and I don't think they're going to do something this time around. So Right. Yeah. That's true. Um so I guess we will. Uh, I guess probably by the time the next podcast comes around, we'll see if it's if it's uh, true or not. Um, so that basically concludes some of the 3DS stuff. So let's get to some uh, Wii and Wii U stuff. Um, first up being a interesting rumor. Um, actually, kind of started out with an interesting story. Somebody essentially was fooling around on Miiverse, just kind of playing around, and they ended up somehow stumbling upon what seemed to be, like, the debug system sorts of the Miiverse. Um, it ended up being um, Nintendo kind of sort of confirmed it, and, and it seems most people have sort of agreed it, that it's sort of like a test system for Miiverse in a way, um, so uh, for debug purposes and everything. Um, but what's interesting is there were a couple different listings for games and stuff, and uh, it didn't seem like it'd be anything that special, but there were, like, two of them there. Like, Soul Hackers was one, and it had a little star next to it. And there was another one with a star, and that was Yoshi's Land. 
So it, and, and based on some of the discussions people were having in there, um, I think somebody was saying that uh, it seemed like admins uh, in Meverse were talking about how uh, on December 10th or something there would be some announcements made or, and somebody else was saying on December 20th these new communities would become live. So it seems to me, at least it seems to some people, that there is a possibility of this Yoshi's Land thing being real. Um, but it was still kind of unsure. And then recently, some retailer listings uh, from Best Buy and, and uh, Future Shop started popping up for Yoshi's Land for Wii U. Um, so it's still not confirmed yet, but it seems kind of interesting that all these signs are possibly pointing to a uh, Yoshi's Land game for Wii U. Um, so what are you guys' thoughts on that? Do you think, do you think this is going to happen? Or what? I kind of feel like they kind of do because it, it seems like Yoshi doesn't get a lot of his own games. I mean, he only has like the Yoshi's Island games, and there's only two of those. And he had he did have the Yoshi story for the N64, so I'm guessing that it might be his turn for a spotlight for his own game while he's still working on like the 3D Mario, the Zelda, Metroid, and all the stuff that we'll come to expect like later on in the console's life. I think it would be a title that could be coming up and. I also want to point out there is a Nintendo Direct tomorrow, so who knows? It might even they might even say, well, hey, it was an announced game because it was an accident, so they might even reveal it tomorrow. So there's that aspect of it as well. Yeah, right. I think if it wasn't for you know some of the stores listing the game, um, I would probably kind of think you know maybe it's something else that we're not even thinking of. You know, maybe it's just a some additional com- community that, you know, doesn't necessarily tie to a game or something like that um, that might, you know, start to pop up within Miiverse or something. But with the with the stores, you know, the retail stores listing the game, um, that almost seems like it, it's all but confirmed. Um, sure, I guess, you know, they might have, you know, just got a hunch and someone, you know, popped it on there. And, you know, I know that sometimes that happens. Um, but I don't know. It's, it seems like it's, it's, it seems like it's legitimate. Right. And then the one thing for me is, uh, at least with, with Yoshi Story and some of these other Yoshi games, they they tend to have these really interesting visuals. And I think one of the, the things with, with a potential Yoshi game for Wii U is I think it could look really interesting in HD. So I think that could be possibly another reason that it would make sense because if they kind of go for this really interesting visual style and show it off in HD and everything, that could be a big game to kind of showcase uh, Wii U. Um, so that could be potentially something that we'll see. Um, so there's that. And then the next thing is, this is probably more unbelievable than the Yoshi's Land thing, and yet it's actually true. Um, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this thing. I don't really understand it. But uh, Wii Mini... Um, so Wii Mini was announced uh, and basically comes out on December 7th in Canada only. It's Canada exclusive and it's $100 and it's basically a redesigned Wii. It's much smaller. Um, looks like it's a, a little bit taller than, than like a Wii remote basically. Um, it's sort of black and kind of has a red border. It comes with a, a red Wii remote plus and red nunchuck. Um, so it looks kind of neat, I guess, but it's just a small Wii. But like that that other redesigned Wii, um, it does not have GameCube 
compatibility. But, and here's the thing that just totally confuses me, no Wi-Fi or online connectivity at all. Like, no SD card slot, no, like, it, it's just, it's basically meant to play Wii games and Wii games alone. And even with Wii games, you cannot connect to the Internet with it um, for $100. And for $30 more, you could get a fully featured Wii. So I, I just, I, Nintendo, I don't, I don't understand you. I don't, I really am confused by this. Um, do you guys get this? I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I can say, I could have saved you a little time. This whole new segment is that Nintendo made one of the stupidest decisions they've ever made in their entire, in their entire existence. I have no idea what this means. Like, <laughs> it right. makes no sense whatsoever. Like, I think I wrote in, in the, the forums, it was just like, it, it would make so much more sense if they included online play. Like, I can understand taking out the GameCube compatibility. That makes sense. You know, it's an old system now. Sure, take it out. But to take out online just made that whole entire system just completely obsolete right off the bat. Like, there's no, like, there's very little reason for anybody to purchase this. Like you said, like, for 30 bucks more, you can get an entire system that does everything, you know, we should be doing. Um, but they also took out the SD card slot, which even next, you know, <laughs> you know, takes it down even another notch. Like even when you thought it was a bad enough idea, they take down, the, they take out the SD card. It's like what? You got nothing left except for you know Wii Sports. That's about it, really. Um, and so like, and that probably doesn't even ship with it. So who knows? Um, right. I don't so, think it comes with the game either. It, it probably doesn't. So there you go. You got you got to do anything. More. So thirty dollars more, you get a fully featured Wii and a game included. So oh, I think is, it's, I think the thirty dollars one include Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort too. So I, I, don't, so I don't know if it includes both, but I know it includes at least something. Um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, they had so much going for them if they included online, because for a ninety-nine dollar box that included online, you market it as a net box, you know, a, a set-top streaming device. It's got Netflix. It's got Hulu Plus. It's got YouTube. It's got an internet browser. Market it like that. Compete against the Roku box. Compete against the Apple TV because it can also play Wii games. But to leave out internet altogether is just stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Summed up pretty well. I mean, the other thing I wanted to point out, I mean, if somebody's going to buy this and then they're going to want to get the Wii U, they won't be able to transfer their data because it doesn't have a right. card type. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And you can't, you know, download the patches to some of those games that need them, like Conduit or Call of Duty or Zelda Skyward Sword. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and some of your games are going to be broken right off of that, too. <laughs> and it's not just, to me, it's like, it's not just the fact that this is just a stupid decision. I feel like this could be a negative decision. Like, it could actually hurt them. And, and see, here's what I envision happening. And, and luckily, the best part about this for me Sorry for those in Canada. The best part about this is that it's only in Canada. Like, I'm glad it's nowhere else. But but it's sort of like, imagine, like, a little kid going to the parents, you know, for Christmas or whatever. Hey, Mom, Dad, I want the new Wii. Because the Wii U to them is just the new Wii. And then imagine the parents come home with this. Like, ah, man, like, I can only imagine the the disappointment that kids are going to have, like, after that happens. Because you know what's going to happen. It's 100 bucks versus, you know, 
300, 350 or whatever for the other systems. And it's like. Uh, it's, all those poor kids in Canada for Christmas, instead of coal, <laughs> they're getting wheeze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know what Nintendo's doing. And I, I really hope that this is just Nintendo, for whatever crazy reason, just testing stuff there and just leaving it there. And uh, I don't know. I, it just it boggles my mind. But that is the Wii Mini. That is Nintendo just being <laughs> I don't know. And, yeah, so if you're in Canada, um, well, I, I wonder. You know, I would... <laughs> I wonder if this is a if this was a, a headquarter, Nintendo headquarters decision or if this was a, a Nintendo of Canada decision. Huh. Yeah, I, I wonder. I mean, I like the idea I mean, of a small system and stuff. I like that, but right. then you just have to wonder who made all those other decisions. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I, you know, I would say to those in Canada, you know, go out and enjoy the system and let us know what you think. But then, then again, I would probably tell them don't do that because you're just going to be torturing yourself if you do waste your money on this. So it's probably <laughs> going to be better if we don't hear impressions on the system because that means people are not buying it. So please don't go buy this. That, that's <laughs> that's all I have to say. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that is we many. Um, but now let's talk briefly about the actual good stuff, which is Wii U, and that is that there is a new firmware update out for Wii U right now. Um, it is version 2.1.0, and according to Nintendo, it further improves system stability and causes other minor adjustments to enhance the user experience, whatever that means. Um, all I know is I've been downloading this since the podcast started, and it has about 10 minutes left in its download. So it's been quite a long download. Um, over wow. An hour. Mine's um, done. Oh, really? Yeah, somebody was yeah, saying like 500-something megabytes, and so I was not expecting it to be this long. But, yeah, it's still downloading. Huh. Um, That's weird, yeah. Mine downloaded faster, and, like, it's it's already prepared. Like, I'm installing the update right now. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> um but yeah, I guess I don't really know exactly. It just pretty much came out, but um, I'm hoping it speeds things up because that was one of the biggest things that, you know, it's, everything seemed kind of slow. Um, and all the all the shops, like the eShop and the Wii Shop channel and all these other things were all down earlier for maintenance. So, And then that's going to bring us to our next news story in just a second. But it seems like they're all, excuse me, all preparing for something Um Nintendo's really trying to work on something to get it ready. Um, maybe Nintendo TV or what, but then again, why Wii Shop and all those other things too. So who knows? Um, but uh, that brings me to the final news item for this episode, and that is it's Nintendo Direct time. And um, it's actually much sooner than usual because usually these are like every other month. And uh, But I guess it's just, you know, Wii U launch time and they just want to, get some more news directly to us. So uh, Nintendo of Japan, um, they are basically holding a Nintendo Direct at tomorrow at 6 a.m. Eastern time for for those on the east coast of the U.S., 6 a.m. And so it's supposed to be covering the Wii U launch because Japan doesn't have Wii U yet. So sucks for them, but they're getting it in a couple days on the 8th, I believe. Um, So who knows what we'll get out of that because that's covering Wii U launch for them. But Europe and North America are getting a simultaneous Nintendo Direct at noon Eastern time 
tomorrow um, covering the, the Nintendo of America set announced 3DS and Wii U games um, coming in like early 2013 and everything. Um, so I'm thinking release dates and stuff. Um, that's what I'm what I'm guessing. But with all three territories having Nintendo Direct, maybe we'll get some surprises. Who knows? Yoshi's Land possibly or I don't know. I guess uh, what do you guys think? What do you think we're going to see? I was thinking that it was probably going to be exactly what you were saying. It's going to be release dates, and it's probably going to be the ones from the launch window for the Wii U, like Pikmin 3, the Wonderful 101, and the Wii U Fit. And for the 3DS side, it, was, it maybe could be more information regarding the Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, uh, Animal Crossing, New Leaf, and or Fire Emblem Awakening. I mean, I don't think there's really too many more things outside the announcement window, at least those are the major ones that I'm expecting almost. And who knows? It could be Yoshi's Land. They could call that an announcement, or maybe they could throw everyone a huge curveball and say, "Here's their first video for Smash Brothers." I mean, that's technically announced, but I don't highly doubt that they even have anything to show don't for that either. So. <laughs> I don't want to get excited. <laughs> oh, dare we say Mario Kart as well? Hmm. What? No, stop it, stop it. Uh, <laughs> well, they but, uh, definitely haven't announced anything Mario Kart side. I'm not expecting anything for that until like oh, 2014. Maybe the next Zelda as well. Hype mm. <laughs> <High> rising. <laughs> no, yeah, but, uh, I, 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 would, yeah. I would agree with you, Greg. I think it's it's probably just going to be, my guess is, the those games that we know that are coming out already but just have just been, you know, given a, a window um, but maybe they'll actually say, you know, when to expect them, um, you know, even a, at least a, a, you know, window to narrow it down from, you know, oh, expect this in, tw- you know, 2013, but now we know to expect it in January or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I don't really see too many brand new announcements that come out of this except for possibly that Yoshi's Land thing. And my guess is that they would probably only mention it just because it's leaked. And, you know, it might be something that they're planning for way down the line, but just because it kind of somehow got out, they might throw it in there and just say, you know, oh, this is something to, to expect down the line as well. Here's a quick, you know, screenshot or a quick video, and that's about it. Um, the only other thing that I'm hoping for is some sort of announcement, at least, of when TV is actually coming. Um, I don't necessarily expect it to happen tomorrow, um, but at least, you know, a, a, a general idea of when to expect it this month. Um, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's definitely possible. Um, because I think uh, Japan is also getting Nintendo TV stuff, but I think they're going to have it ready for launch, and that's in a couple of days. Um, so I would think then if Japan got it announced much later than us and they're getting it in a couple of days, then hopefully we'll be getting it soon or something. I would think uh, we'd probably get some information on a Nintendo TV. Um, and maybe some localization announcements too, like uh, Harmo Nights on the eShop, which is um, that one game, I think from Game Freak, is it, maybe? Um, but, uh, yeah, so maybe something like that. But I'm not expecting too much. Um, although I did think it was funny. There was some sort of a conspiracy theory about uh, the Yoshi's Land game that because uh, Iwata was, well, Yoshi, I guess the Yoshi games typically have all the different fruits and stuff. And Iwata's holding the bananas, and then Bill Trinan's holding the oranges. So people are like, oh, my God, they've been hinting at Yoshi's Land all this time. So, 
Who knows? I don't. I don't think uh, after releasing the Wii Mini, uh, I don't think Nintendo's that smart. So I'm not expecting that to be <laughs> anything. So, um, so there's that. But uh, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Uh, we'll see what's coming up. But even if it is just release dates, I'm excited to see what's coming. Um, and uh, and on the 3DS side of things, Animal Crossing, especially for me. Well, I'm really scared for some reason that. Uh, Animal Crossing is going to be pushed back to, like, April, May, or something like that, because I think it's supposed to be early 2013, which to me means, like, you know, January, February, maybe March, but um, hopefully that is when it comes. But we'll find out uh, tomorrow, I guess. Um, So that is what's coming up from Nintendo. Um, So I guess it's time to sort of wrap things up for this episode. Uh, We do have a couple of uh, contests and competitions and things going on, so... Um, Steve, you want to talk about the uh, the Gamer Print contest? Yeah. So uh, for the last uh, last week, we two weeks ago, I guess, uh, we had uh, a contest uh, on our site with Gamer Print. It's uh, a company out of the UK um, that approached us and just wanted to do some sort of competition to you know help promote their their stuff and everything, but also to be cool to our for our uh, listeners, our readers, and everything. And so we, we had a competition um, to compete for uh, the um, a set of Nintendo-themed uh, uh, Christmas cards and their choice of poster. And basically, in the, to compete in the, the contest, you just had to submit your uh, your own card, um, if you will. It's uh, your own holiday Christmas card um, that had to be gaming-themed as well. And so... Um, our winner um, has been uh, has been contacted, but if he doesn't see the the PM in the, in the forums, it's Papa Chu. Um, so congratulations, Papa Chu! Uh, you have won the the gamer uh, cards, the Christmas cards, and also your choice of a poster from Gamer Print. Um, but I also just want to thank uh, Gamer Print for you know their their generosity in this contest. Um, make sure you check out their website. It's Gamer Print dot co dot uk and uh, they do ship worldwide uh, they have a ton of t-shirts and posters and cards and a bunch of stuff that is uh they're you know gaming related not all of it's nintendo related but uh they're gaming related uh products and uh pretty cool so thanks gamer print and congratulations to papa chu okay and um we have a competition going on as well so uh greg you want to Discuss that. Yeah, we got approached by uh, T-shirts.com, and they wanted to. They have a new uh, Donkey Kong Christmas shirt that they wanted to like have advertised on our site, and I suggested, like, hey, how about we host a competition and maybe the winner can get a free T-shirt? And then they graciously, graciously agreed. So then I came up with the, a Donkey Kong game that's kind of really current right now, which is Crash Course. So those early adopters that picked up the Wii U along with Nintendo Land, if they got the basic pack, can participate in this competition. And it's just a simple high score competition. That's a, however far you get. If you made it to the last level or whatever, or only made it through area four of the first level, you, you get a high score when you complete your last life. And pretty much your personal best score is the one that will be counted in the you just take a picture like with a camera or a phone and submit it to the topic, and the person that has the highest score at the end of 
two weeks. It'll be pretty much, a, I think it's like a week and a half from like a Sunday. I think I have it set for December 17th is the last day for this contest. I did have it originally ending this Sunday, but then I chose to extend it an extra week as I was kind of late on delivering the front page article and the final details. So I just decided to add an extra week and then the new people can still participate and whatnot and everything too. So pretty much t- thank you to t-shirts.com for giving us a really cool t-shirt. I actually really like the design of it. You should really check it out if you haven't seen the topic yet, but it kind of looks like it's level four from the very original Donkey Kong game where he's kind of standing at the top and has like platforms and riders and it has all sorts of like snowflakes and stuff like flowing between the platforms. Nice. Cool. So as you guys can see, we have a bunch of contest competitions always going on at Nintendo Fuse um, on the site and on the forums. So definitely uh, check that out and join in as well. Um, one final note before we uh, end, I just I looked up the thing briefly on the uh, the update. And there's some sort of mixed opinions on the Wii U firmware update, but the general consensus seems to be that things are loading a bit faster, especially Miiverse. People are saying system settings and stuff is still kind of slow, but that seems to be what the update did. So if you want your uh, Wii U system to kind of load things faster, which is definitely one of the biggest things I was hoping for, update the firmware now and uh, enjoy that speediness, or at least relatively more speedy. Um, But uh, so... If you have a Wii U or if you don't, either way, um, check out all the discussion on that system and on the 3DS and on everything else uh, on our forums. And post your Nintendo Network IDs as well. Um, so that way uh, we can kind of, you know, play games online together and everything um, and have some fun with that. So check out NintendoFuse.com for all of the latest. And we shall be back uh, in two weeks' time on December 18th. So... Stay tuned for that episode on the 18th, and we'll have all the details from the uh, um, the Nintendo Direct tomorrow. And you know, maybe if Nintendo TV's up by then, we can discuss some of that. We'll see what comes up in the next two weeks. So, uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for joining in. Thanks to Roth and Weave in the chat as well. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. See ya. See you next time. <laughs>